Welcome to the Project Zion podcast. This podcast explores the unique spiritual and theological gifts Community of Christ offers for today's world. Welcome to Coffee to Go, where we center ourselves in the seasons and holy days of the Christian tradition. I'm Blake Smith, here with Karen Peter, and we welcome you on the journey. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Blake. I wondered, Blake, if we might want to tell people why it's coffee to go. It's because we're joining Jesus on the journey. Where are we this week with Jesus? Well, this week is the the first day of Lent. Um, And the first day of Lent, we find ourselves in the wilderness with Jesus. Jesus has been around people too much, and his introverted side has come out. And he (laughs) heads to the wilderness and... um, he spends 40 days in the wilderness in a time of preparation. And I wanted to give a little caveat when we use um, numbers like that. 40 is kind of a way of saying a long time. So it rained 40 days and 40 nights, you know, that kind of a thing. It rained a long time. So 40 days of preparation. We tend to take it literally. There's no guarantee it was 40 days. But it also carries with it this idea that it's a long time in which we are preparing for something else. So the Israelites wandered 40 years in in the wilderness as they prepared to enter the promised land. And we're going to be in the wilderness with Jesus for 40 days as we prepare to enter the city of Jerusalem. So that 40 Uh, days isn't just 40 days to go get away from chaos. (laughs) There's some formation going on in those 40 (laughs) days as well. And it's actually 40 days, not counting the Sundays um, in Lent. Lent is a a pretty intense time. And Sundays are a day to just kind of take a breath, celebrate the presence of God with us, and then be ready to go again on Monday. Traditionally, in the early church, um, Lent was the time people learned about the Christian faith and were preparing to be baptized, to be initiated as um, Christians, and that would take place on Easter morning. And so Lent was definitely a time of preparation and and catechism. Lent is associated with fasting because Jesus fasted um, in the wilderness, and that doesn't mean he didn't eat at all. Fasting usually took place during the daylight hours. One didn't eat, and then come sundown, one could have a meal and then go on. Um, you see in in many world religions, fasting is still kind of that way. But Lent is associated with fasting and prayer and almsgiving or giving to the poor, um, setting aside funds for the poor. It's also a time of reflection and renewal. It's a time when we really look at ourselves, at our lives, at our relationship with God, with others, with the earth. And um, and prepare ourselves to go with Jesus to Jerusalem. So what's the what's the scripture today? Our scripture is is the temptation narrative from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, the first through the eleventh verse. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered, it is written, 
One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him. And suddenly angels came and waited on him. So this is a really interesting scripture for a lot of reasons. And I don't I don't want to dive into a big intellectual discussion of it. I just want us to kind of live with this idea about Jesus going into the wilderness. Um, when we talk about how is this scripture relevant today, we can get caught up in a lot of kind of peripheral things. But one of the one of the images that comes to mind is the way we head into our own version of wilderness. There's people who withdraw into the wilderness of Facebook and social media. There's there's the the kind of withdrawing into the wilderness of excess shopping and consumption and consumerism. There's the. The wilderness of just burying ourselves in work or busyness um, in order to take our mind off um, other things. We all have different ways in which we kind of go into the wilderness and and um, not all of them are healthy for us. And so I think when we talk about the relevance today, it's probably good to think about how. How I enter into wilderness and what's what happens there um, when I do that. What kind of temptations come when I'm in that wilderness and there's no one around to see what I do? What's the temptation when I'm in the wilderness of social media? Is it to be belligerent because I'm I'm not face to face with someone and I can say things I would never um, say in person? Is it the temptation of buying too much because no one's there to see my gluttony. Um, what is? What are the tempt- temptations that come when I'm in my own wilderness? And I think about that. I think that's probably the primary kind of image that came to mind for me. And so when I thought about that, I thought about those are those are not healthy wildernesses. So what would happen if I entered into an intentional wilderness of well-being? Period. <laughs> Let's say instead of a instead of an unhealthy wilderness, what's what would it look like to experience this first week of Lent by entering an intentional wilderness period of no electronic communication, no phone, no computer, no tablet, no television um, for a week, for three days, for one day, whatever, whatever you want to set to experience this? What does that look like and how tempting is it for me during this period to give in? How tempting is it to break the fast from electronic 
communication. Mm. How tempting is it to just sneak a look at a message? You know, you see those red um, notification badges come up on the phone. How tempting is it to just look and see who posted um, on Facebook? And how do I deal with that? How do I deal with that temptation once I've tried to set aside an intentional period of um, wilderness for well-being? I want to I want to ask a question because I, uh-huh. I find myself I find myself thinking when I think about this wilderness and having um, having had the opportunity and and uh, privilege I guess you will to to work with some folks in some marginalized communities and that kind of thing who might say their whole life is a wilderness I mean it's yeah. not a matter of going into wilderness it's I need a way to get out of wilderness what how does that fit with this this yeah. idea of of setting aside time in Lent. Yeah, um, you know, we all process through our own lens. And for many of us, and certainly for me, I process through a lens of I have plenty. And so um, when I think of wilderness, I think of giving up or fasting. But there are people who live in a wilderness of um, not enough yeah who live in a wilderness of violence live in a in a wilderness of of lack of safety and well-being and so i'm i'm really visual and i think one of the things we can do is put a visual reminder somewhere in our home or our vehicle or our workplace that calls us back to the reality of wilderness and purple is the traditional traditional mm. color of lent and I have a purple cloth that I like to drape over um, something during Lent. You can drape something purple over a table or you could put it on a, a counter and have it as a reminder of those who live in the wilderness of hunger, the wilderness of poverty, the wilderness of racial injustice, the wilderness of food insecurity, yeah, um, the wilderness of no access to clean water. Those are very real wildernesses that people live in. And how can I be reminded of that in a way that that challenges me to seek positive change with that? So during yes. lunch, it's a good time to kind of look at both sides of the idea of wilderness. So thanks, Blake. So I imagine you've uh, got some questions that we can ask ourselves as we go through this first week of Lent. I always have questions. (laughs) So as I think about this, I think about how am I tempted by those things you mentioned in wilderness? So how am I tempted by hunger? How am I tempted by overconsumption? I don't have to leave my house. I can make a couple of clicks on my phone and have something delivered to my home tomorrow. Uh, not only just a, a physical hunger for food also, but a hunger for status. So, you know, how am I tempted by hunger and consumption and status and wealth? Those are uh, another question I might ask myself, um, especially during this week as we talk about wilderness is how does my own sense of importance blind me to the needs and desires and concerns of others? I realize that there are some people, maybe even some of our listeners, who need to just get away from the wilderness that is life. And so um, how does my place of privilege and and self-importance blind me to those kinds of needs? Um, and then when have I been attempt when have I been tempted to try to control others 
to push my own agenda or to want to win at all costs. So there are just some questions there that I think it's good for all of us to ponder as we think about Jesus' time in the wilderness and as we enter that wilderness. I want to finish this off with a blessing today. And this blessing comes from uh, the 32nd Psalm. Happy are those whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Happy are those to whom the Lord imputes no iniquity, and in those whose spirit there is no deceit. While I kept silence, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer, Selah. Then I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not hide my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Selah. I think that's a great blessing for us to to finish with today. And so thank you for joining us today. Karen, thank you again for a great conversation. I invite uh, all of our listeners to join us here at Coffee to Go for the next part of our journey through the liturgical seasons and the holy days of the Christian tradition. Thanks for listening to Project Zion Podcast. Project Zion Podcast is a ministry of Community of Christ. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are of those speaking and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Community of Christ. The music has been graciously provided by Dave Hines.